I'm Dr. Jay Anders, and this is Tell Me Where It Hurts, where we discuss some of the big challenges in health IT and how we can solve them so clinicians can do what they do best, care for patients. I'd like to welcome everybody to another episode of Tell Me Where It Hurts. And today's episode is going to be about how to make it not hurt as much as it has in the past. I'm going to start out by giving you a little little story about my background and how old I am and how long I've been doing some of this. Back in the late 80s, early 90s, um, I was a fresh resident, just minted out of internal medicine. And I had a friend in the emergency room and we both had computer backgrounds. So we were thinking, why can't we put the ER workflow on a computer? Great idea, right? Okay. So about that same time, and I was in Champaign-Urbana, and Champaign-Urbana is known for doing a lot of computer innovation. About that time, Mark Andreessen was at the university, and he was creating this little thing called Mosaic, which happened to be turned into the World Wide Web um, and his whole crew. So I got a lot of uh, kind of input from his group, and the supercomputing group was also there. So, said, oh, it's perfectly capable. Let's do that. So my friend and I decided we would go out and buy the latest type of computer available that would even be affordable uh, for an office or any, you know, any type of ER. So we went out about that time and bought the next computer. And I'll give you a little background on that. Steve Jobs got fired at Apple and he went and formed his own company called Next. And he created this brand new box. And it was the coolest thing you'd ever seen. About a foot and a half square made out of titanium, very high-end computing. The graphics were perfect. So my friend Rick and I decided we're going to launch off and do this. So we spent about $15,000 in hardware and a couple more thousand dollars in people. And we started down this path. And we found out very, very, very quickly that this wasn't easy to do. And to really make it work, it was going to take a lot more effort and energy and technology than we had available to us. Now, today's guest is an expert in this. Her team has developed what I would call the absolute coolest ER, EMR I have ever seen, adapted to workflows. And I'm really eager to talk to her about it. So today's guest is Jessica Cox. Jessica is the uh, Director of Product Solutions at Holy Name in Tianek, New Jersey. You probably heard a little about Holy Name during the COVID pandemic because they were kind of the epicenter for a while. And they started developing this um, kind of during the, the pandemic, which was kind of an interesting pathway. But she's uh, in charge of managing the whole portfolio of all of the healthcare solutions that they're developing right now. And we're gonna to talk today a little bit about her experience and how the Holy Name organization has gone through this and the ins, the outs, the ups and downs and the do's and don'ts. So welcome, Jessica. Hi, Jay, thanks for having me. So let's do a little background uh, on you just a little bit. So you can tell our audience, uh, how'd you get into healthcare IT, your nursing background and how that all roll out? Sure. Sure. So um, I am from Birmingham, Alabama, uh, went to college to be a nurse, went to nursing school at the University of Alabama at Birmingham and worked at Children's Hospital in Birmingham for a couple of years. Uh, one of the best children's hospitals in the, in the U.S., I would say. And it was great. I loved working there. 
Um, but I felt I felt led to do something different than working at the bedside. And this was right at the time, Jay, when physicians were being incentivized to start using meaningful use certified technology in their doctor's offices. And so a call, uh, a mutual friend of mine said, you know, we're looking for nurses. We're looking for nurses at this EHR company to talk the talk with these doctors who are having to go live on technology for the first time in their offices. No one knows the medical terminology. No one understands what they want in their charting. We need nurses to kind of bridge that gap. And I said, this is interesting. So that is when I entered the technology world. It was about 12 years ago. Um, and I worked at a company based in Birmingham called EHS. EHS provided um, an ambulatory EHR uh, and they had a strong focus um, in federally qualified health centers, actually. So I learned so much working with those with those practices, um, and I was instantly hooked on healthcare IT. Um, and from there, I learned about product management and development. I learned about workflows in physician offices and hospitals. Uh, I learned how technology can enable or disable those workflows. Um, and over the years, that led me to where I am today, which is Holy Name in Teaneck, New Jersey. Well, at the interesting, Holy Name is one of, well, there are several Catholic health systems out there, but they're, they're getting consolidated. And the reason I know that, I sat on a board of a Catholic hospital, which got into a Catholic, another hospital, which yeah. got merged into a bigger system. And then it kind of got lost off into the ozone. Um, but you all have uh, developed some homegrown technology before. Uh, what if, what is the Holy Name organization developed before we kind of got into the ER versions? Sure. So Holy Name is a is a really interesting place. Um, it's right outside New York City, uh, so it's about a three hundred and sixty bed hospital, and uh, you know it it. it sees many culturally diverse patients in different populations from the entire New York City area. Um, but it is, it's one of the last remaining single standing Catholic hospitals. It is the, the only remaining one in the state of New Jersey and, and one of the few in the States. And I think that's what makes the organization so special is that the, the vision of Holy Name is to provide, you know, personal compassionate care to a diverse population of folks that live all over, all over the area. And Jay, I think that is what has driven the organization as they've developed technology to support that mission over, over the years. You were right. Long before I came along, um, the vision of the leadership of Holy Name was to utilize technology that enabled their vision and their mission. And so, uh, you know, many, many years ago, an EHR was first developed at Holy Name. This was long before meaningful use came around, but the organization saw the need to, um, you know, streamline their processes and be more efficient and use technology to enable uh, those types of processes. And they still feel the same today. And now technology enables almost every aspect of the hospital, whether it's facilities management, we saw that, um, as you mentioned, during the COVID-19 crisis, the facility management uh, you know, department at Holy Name rose above and used technology to provide um, all of the, necess the necessities to take care of 
hundreds and thousands of patients during that crisis at Holy Name. Um, and we're seeing it today, of course, with our EHR that we developed for the emergency department uh, and just implemented a couple months ago. Now, interestingly, you didn't choose something that was pre-baked off the shelf. And <laughs> right. there are hundreds of systems and a few very large ones. And I'm very curious about um, what was it that led you all down the path? We've got to do something different, build it better, uh, more adapted to workflows. What kind of went into that decision? Yeah, it's we are the oddball in in uh, you know the space for sure. There are big box EHRs out there, and almost every hospital that you go to uses one of those. Um, Back then, when Holy Name developed its first EHR, and then again now, when the decision was made to design something new or to build again, uh, to buy again, um, I think the vision of technology enabling the workflows and and the the mission of that personal care made the organization realize that there's just not one out there that suits the needs of, of this hospital. Um, and I know that's a bold statement, right? I mean, well, you know, it's a lot of work for sure. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but you know, Holy Name is unique in that they have a, you know, a, a regional health center that supports, like I mentioned, a, a large population across New Jersey and New York. Um, but there are many, many, uh, physician practices across the area as well that, that see patients from all over. And I think what, what Holy Name found is that these EHRs that offer enterprise solutions really don't offer the enterprise solutions that we were looking for. We were looking for something that was person-centric. And that's something when we talk about the product functionality, we'll talk more about. Um, but we needed a system that looked at our population the way that we do, where Jay Anders is a person. He's not just a number, um, but he's a person who may see several physicians within the, within the network. Uh, he may go to our hospital. He may work at our hospital. Um, you know, he may even volunteer within the organization. Why should Jay be seven or eight different people in all of these, you know, disparate systems? Jay is one person and all of his information should be centralized. And that, that was something that we realized we needed to do ourselves. So Jessica, uh, you chose Medicomp and Quips Technology to kind of be the clinical core of what you're trying to accomplish at Holy Name. Tell me about how that came about and what got your interest in, in Quip and its functionality. Sure. So uh, interestingly, I have a longstanding relationship with the folks at Medicomp. I mentioned that my EHR career started at EHS in Birmingham, Alabama. And I actually started my career as a medicine specialist. Many people may not know what that is, but medicine was one of the, the charting technologies that Medicomp offered many years ago. Oh, yes. 40 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was my introduction into the, into the healthcare space. Um, so I, I knew of the technology, uh, the medicine technology, Jay. I didn't know about the newer Quip technology, but when, when we were looking at, you know, partner relations and making the decision, how are we going to provide the charting needs of our clinicians? Um, 
within the CHR, we knew that developing content from a, a list that our providers gave us, yeah, we could manage that. Um, but we knew that there was more to it. Our, our roadmap for this product includes, you know, machine learning over time and, and decision support, um, you know, that is intelligent for our physicians. We knew that we needed something more than a, a database of findings. We needed the content that had the, the intelligence behind it, the links, um, you know, the hierarchy of, uh, of those clinical findings that could really provide the narrative that our physicians are looking for in the chart, but also the intelligence behind it. And um, once I learned more about the Quip technology, that decision was, was pretty simple. We knew that we needed to integrate your you know, clinical engine into our product um, to really provide that intelligent charting that our physicians and nurses are looking for. And one of my soapboxes and starting any system, the interesting thing about the industry as it exists today, now I'm a physician, you're a nurse. We have different roles in how we interact with healthcare. Mm -hmm. uh, the problem with what's baked into the system today is no one really asks the people who actually <laughs> have to accomplish the work, what they need, how they want to do what they do, why they want to do what they do that way, and incorporate everything that that experience as a physician, as a nurse, or any other healthcare provider has into the system that they are required to use. As we were kind of talking before the podcast, right now, all those systems really don't conform to the person using them. They make the person using them conform to them, which I think is wrong. I thought it's been wrong for 20 years. So it's, you know, it's kind of one of my soapboxes. If people listen to me, that's what I keep saying, you know, you got to involve the people who use the system. So in your journey down the road of the ER development for Holy Name, how did you get the requirements and key requirements and get all that coordinated together to get started? Yeah. I mean, Jay, I think you hit the nail on the head there. That is, that is something that as we, as the decision was made to build something of our own, you know, the, the, the product strategy therein was the key focus. Uh, what are we gonna do differently? Yes, we wanna do something next generation and we have these ideas, but, but how do we execute that? And um, what we knew early on is exactly what you said. The technology cannot be the driving force of the processes and the policies and the workflows of the organization. It had to be the opposite. Um, so I think we took a, a multifaceted approach. You know, many of us working on this product have had various experiences in the EHR business. So we leaned on those experiences of what we loved and what we didn't love and what we knew and what we didn't know. But I think more importantly than that, we relied on our colleagues. And it was, it was such an interesting experience because they are our colleagues. They're not our clients. You know what I mean? And so we are all part of Holy Name. And so we were able to shadow their workflows and talk to them more as peers. Tell us, you know, uh, something that seems so simple as the process of triage in the ER. It's, uh, it seems simple, but it's one of the driving forces of performance and quality and good care in the hospital. So how do we do it today 
Well, we learned that how some of the processes were, were being followed today was, uh, you know, a problem from the technology that they were previously using. So we had to start from scratch and say, how do you, how do you do it today? But what is the right way to do triage based on evidence-based practices and, and, you know, good understanding and how do we want it to work in the future? We decided to, you know, design the workflows of the technology around those best practices. Um, some, I think we got it absolutely right. And some we're still learning. We're still learning as we go, but it's, it's been a fun process. And, and that's not an easy task coming from the multi-specialty group practice arena. Yeah. If you ask 10 physicians what they want, you'll get 12 different answers. <laughs> yes. I mean, you always do. So it's that reiterative, uh, go back, did we get it right? Oh, we got to tune this and go back and get it right. Um, I think you make a great point there, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> And nursing, same way, um, all healthcare, if you engage them, they're gonna give you information mm -hmm. and they're gonna tell you what they need, want and desire. And it may be possible, it may not be possible and it may not be best practice. So it's really an interesting journey to stitch all of that together. Now, kind of in the middle of all of what you did was this little thing called COVID-19. <laughs> yes, indeed. And uh, some of our uh, listeners may have seen this on CNN and other things that Holy Name was kind of an epicenter for a while of, of the pandemic. So tell us a little bit about how that, um, how you navigated that and what kind of a monkey wrench that threw into things. Yeah, you know, Jay, it was, it was such a difficult time for us and for, you know, every healthcare worker in the U.S. and really around the world. Um, I'll never forget, it was, you know, March of 2020. And I was with my colleagues. We were in our war room. What were we doing? We were preparing for HIMSS conference. Uh, this is when we were going to showcase our, you know, newly uh, conceptualized product for the first time with you guys. And, uh, and while we were there, there was some, some chatter, you know, I, we may have our first confirmed coronavirus. We didn't even really know it as COVID-19 at that time. It was so early. Um, but very soon after, as you mentioned, the cases rose so quickly in the New York and New Jersey area, and Holy Name really was right in the center of that. Um, I had mentioned earlier on uh, the facility management group and the incredible feat they had of creating makeshift units uh, that were not only suitable to care for these patients, but to ensure that infection was not spread and that type of thing. So it was, it was difficult for, for everyone in terms of their own, their own job and responsibilities. But more, more than that, our friends, colleagues, peers, mentors, many of them were getting sick. And, uh, you know, we saw some, we saw some things that, you know, you hope to never see. So it was difficult personally for all of us and, and professionally. Um, but what we knew was that we were not on the front lines, like so many of our friends and colleagues. And so we had a job to do, and our job was to keep this development moving forward. And that's exactly what we did. While we did not have the luxury of shadowing workflows and having these engaging conversations with our colleagues for many, many months, um, we did what we could based on our knowledge and we kept moving forward. And I think um, 
you know, that made us all stronger as a, an organization, our group of developers and, and QA engineers and product managers, all of us. Um, it made us, uh, you know, better and stronger at what we do, but it also gave us a much larger respect of our colleagues for whom we're developing this product. Um, so it was, it was difficult, but it was a, you know, a really conforming time for us also. Yeah, it was a pretty tough time for, for the nation, especially in healthcare. So I've had several colleagues and tell me their experiences. And it's just, it's an amazing thing. We've come out of the end of that and you've come out with this, with this great system. Now, currently you've developed it just for the emergency department. Yes. Um, and it's, it is stunning. And I'm going to plug it at the end of the podcast about how people can come see it. Awesome. Um, but what's your plan uh, to do other things with what you've developed? Because the ED, in my mind, is nothing more than primary care on steroids. Yeah, there you go. It. It's scooped to nuts. Anything yes. can walk through the door, serious or not. Um, yes. So it's got to be very agile. And it's got it. to the providers. So what's your plan going forward for development? Well, you're right, Jay. The ER is where we started, but it's certainly not where we are ending. Uh, in fact, during uh, development of this product and, and during the COVID-19 pandemic, we actually uh, co-developed another product to operationalize the, um, you know, the logistics of vaccinating the Teaneck and greater New Jersey area of the COVID-19 vaccine. So, uh, while that wasn't in our roadmap, it certainly there was a need and, and we were able to, to fill that need, which was pretty cool to see. Um, but from here, where do we go? We continue to expand within the enterprise. Like we said earlier, you know, the need is for a truly person-centric enterprise solution. And the ER is the perfect place to start. It It is primary care on steroids. It's also a little microcosm of the entire hospital. So, you know, full integration for order management and resulting um, resource management, all of that is there. So we'll continue to expand on that. We are actively engaged in development of an ambulatory system now to support the needs of all of the physician practices that we have in our network. Um, at the same time, we're working on an enterprise scheduling and registration system. So, uh, you know, soon enough, any person who calls into Holy Name, whether they're needing to schedule an appointment for a lab visit or a visit with their primary physician, all of that will be managed with our product as well. And of course, the, the big elephant in the room is expanding into the inpatient setting. That's no easy feat, but it certainly is in the roadmap. <laughs> so, well, and it's the things you've learned in the ED should serve the future rollout very, very well. So that's, that's, that's really right. good. Now you currently just went live. So yes. you're done with the, the planning and the back and forth with providers and back and forth with workflows. So how did that go? And I'm, I'm curious because as physicians, we don't like change. We, we don't like something <laughs> new presented to us. I've never um, heard that before, Jay. I'll bet not. <laughs> uh, and I'm just curious how that went because when you designed your system, you took them in the first pass of what do we need and what do we need to do? Yes. So I'm curious about that experience. 
You know, uh, it's gone great. First of all, it's, we're about two, exactly two months in and those two months have flown by. Um, we went live in early May and here we are mid July. Um, and it's gone exceptionally well. Implementation is not easy and it certainly is not easy in the ER. Um, you know, in my prior days of working in the ambulatory setting, while it wasn't easy to do this, we certainly were able to reduce the schedule for the physicians for the first week or two of a new software implementation, right? We would say, cut your schedules down to about 50%. Let's make sure we don't have too many patients come in and we can ease into the implementation. Well, a hard you certainly can't do that in the ER. That's right. We never know what's going to come in. What we what we can plan for a time of day and a time of year that might be lower volume, but you never know. Um, and so that made it a little scary, but it really went off without a hitch, Jay. It was so exciting to see it come together. Like you said, after two years of planning and working through the development, also what this, this same group went through with COVID-19, it was just really special to see it go live. Um, and where are we now? We are actively engaged with our end users. Um, you know, the, the acceptance by the users went extremely well. That was something that we were concerned with because many people don't like change. Um, and the system is completely different. You know, we, we, we made sure not to just redevelop something that they already had that was prettier. It was important for us to start from scratch and ensure that we're looking at the way that we provide these services in a totally different way. Um, but we feel like the system is very user-friendly. Uh, the, 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 the providers and the nurses have caught on extremely fast um, and they are managing patients end to end seamlessly. Uh, we have many enhancements that we want to provide. And that's something I think you mentioned earlier. This is what we call an MVP product. It's a, while we think it's MVP most valuable, of course, it means minimal viable product. So this is the bare minimum that we had to, uh, that we had to have to take a patient from registration to checkout or admission. But we have a lot of ideas and we have a long way to go to really get where we want to for our colleagues. Well, interestingly, you call it that because um, I have worked with several EMRs in my career and your minimal viable product is better than most end products out there on the market right now uh, when it comes well, to thank ER, you, Jay. ER workflow. It, it's, it's truly something, something to see. Um, there's going to be a lot of people interested in what you did, why you did it, um, looking at what you've done. Um, so can other businesses and other people in the EMR world contact you? And we'll get your contact information at the end of the podcast, but is, is that going to be uh, okay for people to, to look at Holy Name and what they're doing and why they did what they did? It, it is. I, you know, we definitely want to share what we've done. Um, we will be joining you in a few weeks at Hims conference. Um, some people may be wondering what is our relationship and how you, how you heard about us at Holy Name. Um, you know, we have adopted your Quip technology for, you know, clinical content and, and charting within our EMR. That's something that one of the features that we're most proud of. Um, and we'll be demoing uh, 
the, the charting and, and all of the workflow in the EHR at your booth at HIMSS. And that's really where we want to start showcasing it. Yes, we want to share it with, with others who may be feeling the same difficulties that we felt when you know, reviewing and analyzing other EHRs out there. We want to share our experiences, share what we've done, um, you know, and, and ultimately we'd love to get it out there for others to, to use as well. So what do you think some of the challenges are going to be as you move forward? You know, Jay, it is slow and steady wins the race. This is something that we've learned. While we move in a very agile world in software development, every, every step that we take, every thought that we have is blocked off in a two-week development sprint, like, like most software groups are, are the same. Um, so we move fast and, and we're nimble, but but slow and steady is is the only way that we can really be successful. Um, we're two months into implementation, like I mentioned. I feel like we are learning something new every day, and we're fine tuning a lot of um, the features and, and the technology to better suit the needs. So. I think while we all want to move at rocket speed and we're used to doing that in, in product and software development, um, we have to be slow and steady and really continue to engage with our own users here at Holy Name, um, our colleagues, because if we're not fitting the bill here, we're certainly not going to be able to do it anywhere else. And so that's our focus right now. While we certainly want to share what we're doing and engage with others, um, our only target right now is our, our colleagues in the ER and to ensure that we're giving them everything they need to be successful and, and taking care of and providing that compassionate care to our patients. Well, we're kind of coming down to the uh, end of our time. And I asked this question of all my guests, if you had a magic wand and could okay. wave it and change anything in healthcare IT, what would it be? Mm, that's a good question, Jay. I think I'm going to stick with, you know, the, the vision of and the mission of Holy Name, which is to provide personalized and compassionate care. So what I mean by that is, you know, I think healthcare IT, it should enable instead of disable the, you know, the, the users, whether it's clinicians, registrars or others, um, I think sometimes it gets in the way and it, it really disables us from taking good care of our patients. And so if I could change anything, it would be that the, the clinicians would have more time to provide that personalized care with the patients instead of more time spending staring at the computer screen. That's what we're trying to do here. We want to enable their care, but, but certainly make the patient the focus. Uh, so I would love to see healthcare IT go back in the direction of the, the patient and less focused on the, the, the technology itself. That's an absolutely great answer. Um, should be at the central part of anybody developing systems to help assist healthcare. Yes. Um, so if people wanna get in touch with you, um, how would they do that? So we would encourage anyone to check out holyname.org first and foremost to learn more about who we are and, and the communities that we serve and, and what we're doing as an organization. Um, we're also on Twitter at Holy Name Med CTR. Um, but if someone's interested about the, the product that we're developing and they, they want to engage more, we'd love for them to shoot us a, a personal email, uh, harmonyehr at holyname.org. 
Um, and we'll take it from there. We would love to, to talk with anybody and answer any questions that they may have. Well, that's great. And as a, as a reminder, um, Holy Name will be in the Medicomp booth at HIMSS uh, with their EMR on display. And I highly encourage anyone that wants to see something that's state of the art to come by and look at it because it truly is stunning. Thank Jessica, you, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. And we'll see you at Hims. Thanks for having me, Jay. Look forward to seeing you soon. That's all for today. Thanks for listening to Tell Me Where It Hurts. Tune in to Healthcare Now Radio and Podcast Network each month for the latest episode. To learn more about Medicomp Systems, visit our website at www.medicomp.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at MedicompSys or myself at MedicompDoc, or check out the show notes for links. See you next time.